You know what I like to do? Talk into a microphone? Yeah, and also get in on the action with sports <laughs> interaction. Head. Yeah, wear bare feet in the freezing cold. <laughs> Be a dad. Freaking wear V-necks that are actually <laughs> not a V-neck. Okay. Sorry. Um, sports interaction, NHL, NBA, MLB, so much more. It's the friend I don't have, clearly. Uh, crazy odds, best live and play. Download the app in Ontario. You can use the QR code at the bottom of the screen, or you can head to sportsinteraction.com slash STPN to get started. 19 plus, please, please play responsibly and get better friends. Yell at the computer. He does that too. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Wanna bet? S-D-P-P. The Steve Dangle Podcast. With your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Alright guys. It's the one. The one that we're going to be following closest. Because it's near and dear to our heart. Dallas? Not Dallas. And- no, it's Tampa Bay, Toronto. <gasps> so, how we feeling? Let's just rip the band-aid off. Let's just say it. There's no fucking excuse for the Leafs to lose this series. None. Why? Tampa's not as good as last year, mm-hmm. and the Leafs are way better than last year. And it was a razor-thin margin between the two teams in Game 6 and Game 7. You play either of those games again, who knows? Maybe Tampa wins both again. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. There's no fucking reason they should lose this goddamn series. But it's the Leafs. The Leafs are the only team in the playoffs you cannot look at objectively, basically. Because all the evidence of the regular season, all the evidence of your eyes and ears Mm -hmm. count for nothing. Count for nothing. They've been up 3-2. They've been up 3-1. They've been up 2-1 lots of times. 1-0 lots of times. <laughs> yes, they have. The evidence of your eyes and ears does not count. So I'm going to watch the games mm-hmm. and hope for the fucking best. <laughs> and like every year, there's something I look at. Every year, there's something I look at with the Leafs. Oh, the and I go, best. if they're going to lose, yeah. here's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. Jesse. Since February 1st, the Tampa Bay Lightning are under 500. They are 14, 5, uh, 14, 15, and 5. In their last 11 games leading into the playoffs, they are 3 and 8. <laughs> On that note, since you have their record up. Yeah. Home ice advantage and the Leafs locking that down. It was a close one, only by 13 points. <laughs> uh, the Leafs locking down home ice advantage, so key. The Lightning were sub 500 on the road. Mm-hmm. Like, way sub 500 on the road. The Leafs and Lightning have almost identical records at home. The Lightning are extraordinarily hard to beat at home. But, there's, there's again, there's no reason... For the Leafs to lose exactly. the series. And that's that's the thing. Like It's time to take the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, John Cooper and Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos and Braden Point and all the other guys. You, you take them, you bundle them up, and you put them in the dryer because they're washed. Oh! Like, we've gotten to the point where... We've gotten to the point where they've played so many games. Oh. Like We know who this team is. Three, state, three straight Stanley Cup finals. 
they're not very good right now. Right? Objectively, based on how they have played over the last two months, and especially this last month, they have not been a very good hockey team. They would have... <coughs> sorry. They would have been on a uh, five-game losing streak if they hadn't beat up on the Detroit Red Wings to end the regular season. Like, that's that's not a good hockey team. This I get that they have all of the experience, but there's no excuse for a very talented lease roster who has been through this now so many times to not take care of business against a team that's not very good. They don't get to the Stanley Cup final. They probably don't even get out of the first round without Andre Palat. And they don't have him anymore. It's a it's a big loss and it's a uh, big loss. Their their big acquisition from Tanner Janot. Tanner Janot is he Tanner back? Genoa, no. Um, Azemont, who they got from the Sharks. Janot mm-hmm. um, is the one I wanted to talk about because yeah, he's so injured. Janot won't oh, be playing still? in the first. Uh, I think it was at least two games of the series. And then yeah. and like, then what kind of Tanner Janot are you getting? No, no, great job, Julian Breezewell. All of those first round pick, all of those picks, like great job. You got over oh, for a guy who's not going to play. Guy's tempting fate over here. Wow. No, like, it's not his fault. Okay. No, but it didn't happen. It didn't work out. Let me, let me a great job. Let me do something for you. I want to run, run us through an exercise, and then we'll give our predictions, okay? Him. I would, forget Tampa Bay's lineup. I would like to give you the Toronto Maple Leafs lineup for game one, 2022 Tampa and Leafs. Not 2023, which is what year it is. People keep forgetting that. 2022. We did this exact same exercise uh, last night on Game Over. It was a, it's a fun. It's a fun experiment. one. Are you ready? Yeah. Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, Alex Kerfoot. Line one. Are you? Oh my fucking god! Line two, John Tavares, Ilya Mikheyev, Andre Kasha. Wow, and injured Andre Kasha too. Line three, Pierre Engvall, David Kampf. William Nylander. That has to be the biggest upgrade, right? Yeah. And then line four, Wayne Simmons, mm-hmm. Colin Blackwell, Kyle got suspended in game one and never saw the ice again, Clifford. And yep. Bunting did not play because he was hurt. Let me let you let me run you through the defense. Not so bad. No, the four, that was... The, listen, it's not great. The forward group was bad, but the... the oh, defense, you mean the defense upcoming was yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Morgan Riley, Ilya Lubushkin. Line one. <laughs> line two... Jake Muzzin. And and you got to remember, this isn't L.A. top of his health, Jake Muzzin. This is winding down his career, Jake He Muzzin. had an injury. Uh, he was dealing with ailments leading to that, that yeah. playoffs. Yeah, yeah, he's a mess. Yeah. T.J. Brody. We like T.J. Brody. Mm-hmm. And, on, and the last pairing, which actually in retrospect seems pretty great, Mark Giordano and Timothy Lilligren. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Lily got scratched and Justin Hall went back That's in right. for five games. And, it, yeah. and this is the big one for me because this is the most important position on the ice. Your goaltenders are Jack Campbell and Eric Schalgren. Yep. Eric Schalgren is not even the starter with the Marlies this year. Jack Campbell, Eric Schalgren. Schalgren was the backup? Yeah. Holy shit, I don't remember that. Peter Morazic, Michael Bunting, and Rasmus Sandin were injured. Mm-hmm. Hall, Spezza, and Abruzzese uh, were healthy scratches. That's a Spezza diff- being a healthy scratch was... Is bullshit. Yeah. Is bullshit. So you look at that lineup and you, you look at just a player like Kyle Clifford who played 49 seconds the entire series. Like, that that's his time on ice for the entire oh seven-game series. Oh, my God, that's so um, Where is that guy, Kyle Clifford, organizationally this year? In terms of the depth chart? Isn't he the captain of the Marlies? 
how yeah, but far, where, but where, where how is he far on the down on oh. the forward group would you go to get? I'm not asking literally where sure. is what, he. What kind of letter does Kyle do, Kyle Clifford wear for the C for Clifford? <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to ask, you, I was trying to point Steve out. Steve does is, not answer a direct no, question you can't ever. Ask Steve ever. Bot a question. You're like you're like. Yeah, you're like let me throw this back. Steve GPT. Steve GPT over here. I'm saying organizationally, the forward group is so it's it's exponentially better. Yes. A guy who is in their game one lineup is now twentieth. I was about forward. to say twentieth. Around like honestly, yeah. around there, the amount of Marlies who would be above him. So you you look at the upgrades and how much better this team is and one thing I'm very proud of the Leafs and, well, I'm proud of Kyle Dubas and the management around him for doing was going for it at the trade deadline. He really did, did. He did the thing that we all thought, like, hey, maybe he's not capable of doing it. Going out and getting a big fish and then going out and getting a whole bunch of other fishes around that big fish. Like the Achari, the McCabe. Yeah. Um, uh, doing Ryan O'Reilly. Like all Sam of that. Lafferty. Give Sam us, Lafferty. Give our all boys of that some credit. Was so, it, was, it was the right thing to do. And he pushed all of his chips onto the table. Now there's no excuses. You guys got to go do six it. six is wildly different from it's, last year. It's so wildly good. Different. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. Boy, he's going to be great for Fenway Sports Group next year. Yeah. Sydney? President of the Penguins. Uh, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to the predictions, though. Kyle Clifford, captain of the Marlies. How many goals does he get in the postseason? Fuck off. <laughs> did the Marlies make the <laughs> they AHL? Did. Yes, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, They've okay. been awful recently, but they I want to say they clinched the division. No way. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, your prediction, guys. <sighs> I'm going to say Leafs in six. Because I don't have the strength for Game Seven, I don't have the strength. Don't look at me like that. Oh, I, I'm, I'm. Can you imagine? You can fuck, you imagine a Game Seven? Just say it. Just fuck off and just say it. Just say it. What you, say what? Say what you're gonna say. <laughs> say it. I don't even know what you think. Look at the camera and say it. I don't know. Pick the lightning. I'm saying I, I am saying Leafs in, in seven. You fucker! <laughs> How dare you? Because Pick the lightning. it's the Leafs. No, I'm not picking the lightning. Pick it. No, I Do can't. It. No, lick them. Just lick it. Just lick it. Lick it. I, I think. I think. <laughs> here's here's the problem with the Leafs. They'll we'll look at this, and we'll go. They should win it in six, and they should win it in six. But when have the Toronto Maple Leafs of this era ever done what they should do? No, this is going to be dramatic. It's coming back to Toronto for no. Game 7. Justin Hall's going to set a pick, but this time he won't get called for it. I'm going to kick you down the stairs. It's going to happen. This is the year. You got to do it because there is no excuse, right? Toronto Maple Leafs, seven games over the Tampa Bay Lightning just because it has to be dramatic. Jesse. Uh, Leafs in six, Toronto, even when something good happens, it's not even the best situation. So if the Leafs are, they're going to do the thing since 2004 and it's going to happen on the road, you know, it's going to be, it's not even going to happen at home. So that's what I think is going to happen because we can't have nice things in Toronto, even when nice things happen. So Leafs in six. All right. Hey, one of us picked Leafs in six other than you. Yeah. What is it? Throw you in Jesse, the or Steve, Steve, what would a game seven feel like, do you think? <laughs> For you. It would feel like you getting thrown down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> if I was going to pick one series where a lot of people are picking sweep, it's this one. Bruins, Panthers. Oh. Oh. <sighs> Bruins, I thought, I thought Panthers. 
What's that? Nothing. Stop it. Leafs like right. yeah. Bruins, Panthers. Uh, listen, this is the best team in the league versus the former best team in the league in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But they have fallen significantly. Yeah, you know, I feel people are getting way too caught up in how good the Bruins are. And <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out. All right, say something dumb. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Tell me. You're going to be okay. So here we'll we'll do the ending at the beginning. So Bruins in five. That being said, the Panthers have been playing with a ridiculous fire, and whereas the Isles kind of backed into their playoff spot a little bit. And Pittsburgh completely choked. Florida's been playing playoff games for weeks now. Yeah. Weeks. And even in a slaughter, and let's be honest, it's extraordinarily unlikely the Panthers make it out of this series. Even in a slaughter, there are fun micro things to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. And the Bruins' brilliance, they won eight straight heading into these playoffs. And they set a record for wins. The Bruins' brilliance has uh, got people to ignore the fact that Brad Marchand is about to play a playoff series against Matthew Kachuk. Mm. Fuck yes. That's fun. Inject that straight into my veins. That's fun. Are you actually joking me? I hope it goes seven. The whole league should hope it goes seven. It won't, but it'll Just be fun. tear each other limb from limb. It super won't. But I really want to see those two tear each other limb from limb. Right now, the goalie matchup looks like Linus Olmark, who's going to win the Vesna, versus Alex Lyon. So, like, I know who I'm picking. Alex Lyon. But I think it's going to be... Yeah. No, I, I think it's going to be a fun five games. <laughs> Man, imagine spending $10 million on a goaltender and you're not using him. He's not their best goaltender. I, at, with the emergence of Alex Lyon, I don't know if he's their second best goaltender. Jesse Blake, what do you have to say about this series before we get to the picks? There was a little worry last night from when we're recording this, when Patrice Bergeron left the final regular season game for the Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was for precautionary reasons, they said. And at that moment, I was like, ooh. Could there be a crack in the in the in the armor? Like, could we could we see Bergeron not be in the lineup for the Bruins? And then Jim Montgomery post game is like he was fine. Uh, he actually wanted to go back out there and and uh, play and continue the game. We had to force him out of the game. See, that so, isn't news. He played in the Stanley Cup final with a punctured lung. Yeah, of course he wanted to go back out there. Right. So like that was my only hiccup of the entire season and. The Boston Bruins are going to be perfectly fine here. They're going to they're going to take care of business. I think we get a situation here where we see Jeremy Swayman when the Boston Bruins are up 3 nothing. Like cuz all season they've been riding two goalies, right? You think they would rest their yeah. starter? I th- I think you put Jeremy Swayman all in? season this has been a two goalie system. Like they they it'd be one game on, one game off, maybe You're two not games wrong. for all my all mark up three nothing there's no risk there you know? were a handful of weeks where if they had three games they would do two and one exactly sort of exactly but you you know from fantasy you could ride either goalie both <laughs> both were part-time goalies yep. and i think like we see such a dominant performance from the bruins in this series that if they're up 3-0 swayman gets a game you know Allmark gets to sit out and that's my expectations for this for this series because we have the greatest regular season team of all time they now have the points record and the wins record it's the first round it's a team that 
in the Eastern Conference, the chunk from seven to like ten, those teams aren't that good. Like none of those teams looks looked impressive all season long, and this is the best team. I don't know how you don't see the Bruins winning this in a sweep. Uh, because I'm nice. <sighs> yeah, that's the question, right? Do you give the Panthers a game? Do you give the Panthers a couple of games? Because you know anybody can get lucky over you know what mm-hmm. is supposed to be a seven game series. So here's a very interesting factor in all this. <laughs> what? Adam was in the middle of talking. But keep going, I thought keep you going. finished. No, but that's all right. <laughs> well, I was just going to get into my part because uh, I haven't talked yet. Well, okay. Very interesting <laughs> factor. Way you, more interesting than what you, you were. pulled I'm up. Sure. Hockey DB and had something to say. Uh, Hockey DB. How many playoff games, professional playoff games, has Linus Olmark ever played? All leagues. I don't know. Ten. Okay. Two oh, in the NHL off. last year. Three in the AHL uh, in 17-18. And he played five for Mudu in uh, the 2012-13 lockout year in Sweden. Did you look up Alex Lyon's career playoff professional? I bet he's played a lot in the AHL. <laughs> Listen, there are no cracks in the Bruins' armor. Yeah. So you have to kind of go look. So that's my them. question: is do you do you give them do you give the Panthers a game? Do you give them two games? What do you give? Them? I I give the Panthers a game uh, because I really like the way they've been playing hockey lately. And sweeps are a little rare. In yeah, the national they're so hockey rare. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I say I say. Uh, because it doesn't. You know what I say, Um, (laughs) Adam? What do you say? I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give the Panthers credit for getting it done towards the end of the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't think that really matters. You talk about they've been playing playoff games for, um, you know, for a few weeks now. The Bruins have been playing in every playoffs for years now. And they play playoff hockey better than anybody else. They embody playoff hockey. They've been playing playoff hockey since October. Exactly. They're just that that way. So and it's and it's hard for me because there's so many teams out there. You're like, oh my god, they had an incredible regular season and they and they screwed it up in the playoffs because they weren't focused. The Bruins are just not that. No. Uh, they're just not. They're not built that way. I give the Panthers a game, but my prediction: four-one Bruins series is over in ten days. Yours. Oh, sorry. That was such a good out. I thought the video was done. No, it's not. I thought it, uh, Bruins in five. Okay, there you go. Jesse. Bruins in four. Oh, he's going yeah. for the sweep. Guys, are you excited? Mm-hmm. The fans are Playoffs. excited. All right, listen. Are you excited for a series? Playoffs. Between the team from New York that isn't the Islanders and the team from the New York area that is not the Islanders or the Rangers. Woo! That, that the Islanders and Rangers fans make fun of. Tony Sopranos. That's team. right. That's right. The New Jersey Devils and the New York Rangers. <laughs> the Devils. <laughs> all right. So, okay. I'm actually really, of all the series, this is the one I'm most excited about because I think the fan base is going to hate each other the most. Mm-hmm. That's what I always look for. I love that. But I do want to know, you know, on the on-ice perspective, the New Jersey Devils were a spectacular team this year. I think they got to, what, 13 wins, 14 wins? How many wins in a row did they get? It's crazy. Oh, I was like, I think they had more than that. In a row. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> We're not awake at the time of this recording. And then the Leafs snapped it with Matt Murray's goalposts. But I just, yeah. I want to know. And the refs. Like, like the Rangers need to take a step forward this year. The Devils, while you have some higher expectations, they're kind of playing with house money. Have some fun. Right? 13. 13 wins. 13 wins. So the Leafs All season? It. How many games did they lose in overtime? Can we get to the game, please? Okay. New York Rangers, New Jersey Devils. Steve, what do you think? Uh, I think this is the series with the highest potential for stupid, dumb fun. Yeah. Um, Because I think there's going to be a lot of stupid, dumb fun. 
There's the devils who are a um, whimsical gaggle of children who just like skating very fast and sniping on everybody. And they will be a fun whimsical gaggle of children to watch in these playoffs. And then there's the Rangers who are just the kookiest. They have a kooky roster. They sure do. Um, They like relying on their goaltending. Their defense can move the puck up the ice. Unless it's in their end, then they're sort of fucked. (laughs) And their forward group is possibly the best available. Um, I like the way the Rangers play more than the Devils for playoff hockey. I'll just say it. Even though the Devils, I believe, have home ice advantage. They do, yes. uh, In this series. Um, I just, I see the Rangers slowly picking them apart. And it's going to be a valuable learning experience uh, for the Devils, um, big X factor for me, Andre Palat mm-hmm. uh, for the Devils. So if a, if a, if the series does turn, I think he'll be a. Huge That's why part you get Palat. You get Palat for right now. Hundred percent. You get Palat and you spend a lot on Palat because you understand we have a young, talented roster who, like, come playoff time, everyone overspends on meat, on beef. And the, you know, you can, you can artificially add beef or you can teach your team to play beefy, the best hockey it can. If I think the devils are capable of, they're not capable of playing a game like Patrick Maroon, for example, they're, they're not capable of playing hockey, like the bigger guys out there, like the 2019 blues, if they're going to win games, it's going to have to be playing a style like Andre Palat. So I really like that for them. I still think Rangers in six, Jesse. Now the New Jersey devils, they're very good. Yes. It's just that you got a collection of Jack Hughes and Nico. Heischer and, and Jesper brought, and these are all guys in their early to mid twenties. Who have never done it before. A gaggle of whimsical children. <laughs> a gaggle of whimsical children. They could be playing with Leo, you know, and they'd be having a great time. Yeah. I, he's got hockey sticks. Exactly. He likes to bounce around on couches. Um, and, and they're going up against a group of guys who have done it. And they've done it recently and consistently. And they added a, a superstar in Patrick Kane. And also know the pain of a Final Four loss. Yeah. and That's important. And you mentioned, hey, they like to rely on their goaltending. Not so much anymore. No, that's true. (laughs) Like, with with this forward group where you go down and it seems like every single spot, they have a guy who's tailor-made for that spot in the lineup. And if Gallant just plays them as they should be and leaves the damn line combos alone, like, this is going to be a team that's going to do some reckoning in the playoffs. And they have the world's best defenseman outside of Kale McCarr and Adam Fox, who has just been absolutely nasty lately and playing on fire um i'm everybody should be scared of the new york rangers adam fox is the best defenseman in the playoffs right now yes yes kale's not playing kale might not kale they said he might be ready for for um game one or uh, what percentage of kale mccarr exactly adam fox is the best defenseman in the playoffs right now everybody should be scared of the new york rangers they're going up against a team whose last year was way out of the playoff race and this year was a surprise like we forget that The Devils were dominant for a large portion of this regular season, but all of that was a surprise. Surprise, Keith Yandel. Two non-Devils fans. Yeah, surprise, Keith Yandel. 
Um, <laughs> that was a bold take. They won't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah so that's also they, my take. They were really, <laughs> oh, they yeah. were so hot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you look at this and you compare the two rosters and you say that New York Rangers won't take care of business in round one. I'm now, fascinated to see Nico Mikola now that cross checks are allowed. I want to say this. This season, as you guys know, I revealed my true passion, mm-hmm. which is for the New Jersey Devils. Do the putty. Do the putty? Yeah. What's that? The devil. Oh, oh, I don't know that. I, I, I don't know. I've never seen that Seinfeld episode with Putty. The what devil. I know. I know. I've never seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen. See, Jesse's like a Seinfeld aficionado. No, I'm not. Yeah, I've you just, love I've Seinfeld. I've seen every episode. Yeah, like, okay. Because like everybody else who's watched TV and he hasn't seen of Star the Wars. last 20 years. Adam, so you don't have to have watched Seinfeld to know the Putty Devil <laughs> thing. You, did you not have Fox? Fox Channel 29? I don't have cable. At a Buffalo? <laughs> you don't like mention that? Fox You had cable. Me. For the next up. couple weeks, Jesse, I'm very competitive still. <laughs> they would run Seinfeld after the Simpsons all the time. So the New Jersey Devils have something that the Rangers do not. What? Freedom. They have not just because they're American, but also <laughs> because the de- the Rangers have to do something, right? Steve, the Rangers a flag on their pickup truck. That's right. Uh, yeah, just a giant one sticking out of the bed of your truck that is somehow not an illegal distraction on the highway. So here's what I want to say. I, I think that the, the one thing that the Rangers have on them is pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they do need to perform. They do need to make something happen, and it's hard not to believe in them. They also added two guys that have won the Stanley Cup, Patrick Kane and Vlad Tarasenko. Uh, two guys that have won the Stanley Cup, two guys that have scored like, you know, 50 goals a couple of times. Uh, they are uh, an unbelievably deep team. But I think if there's one thing that New Jersey has, it's playing with house money. It's, hey, if we lose, we got we don't lose anything. But if we win, oh boy, are we going to hold this over your head forever? And I think that's a fun place to be. The Devils have swagger. And don't forget, the Devils added Timo Meyer. Timo Meyer, who is a kind of guy that you do not want to have to defend in the playoffs. He's big. He's tough. Scores goals. So I am actually going to give my edge to the New Jersey Devils. Mm-hmm. And I think that their goaltending is a lot better than people give it credit for. It's better than people give it credit for. Come on. Come on, Steve. What What do people say? I think they don't say anything. League average. That's McKenzie, all you need. Mackenzie Blackwood and uh, Vitek Vanacek have been very good this year. They, yes. Thank you, they've Jesse. A, they've been a good, thank you. A good yes. combo goalie. Listen, it's a, uh, it's a tough take. I get it. But I'm supporting my Devils. Any team with Andre Pilat, I'm in on. Yep. And uh, I'm going Devils in seven, guys. It's going to be a mean Steve, series. Should we trust Adam Wilde, who said that Vladimir Tarasenko and Patrick Kane are a good pair of 50-goal goal scorers, who, who have neither, <laughs> They've neither never of scored, them not even have Vlad? ever so, scored you know 50 goals You know what's funny? <laughs> when he said that, I was like, neither of those players have scored. Why didn't you say goals. anything? Not, but, yeah. but, well, because then I thought to myself, wait a sec, Zibanejad and Kreider. Oh, they. I have. don't know if Zibanejad ever scored fifty. Well, Kreider did. COVID didn't stop. Yeah, Kreider did. Kreider for sure. Did. Yeah. Okay, they've scored a lot of goals. So I think the Rangers are going <laughs> to. How about this? Here, let me let me rephrase that. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. How many career goals does Vladimir Tarasenko have? Two seventy. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about Patrick Kane? Uh, Patrick Kane got four fifty one. Close. It's yeah. a lot of goals. Yeah. Not okay. fifty in a season. Though. You know what? Fifty total though. Here. Right? I think did I tell you they were 50 goal scorers? Yeah, I did. 270 and 40. Sounds like they were 50 goal scorers. You're Thanks not so wrong. much. Thank you. You're not. No, he is. No, I'm not. I'm not wrong. I'm right. I'm doubling down. Go I Devils. Think, I think the Rangers are going to win, but I'm I'm forgetting one very key What factor. is it? 
that my takes are hot? <laughs> Anything can happen in Jersey. <laughs> what when you play what, Steve? The New York, the New Jersey State Lottery. <laughs> Anything can happen in Jersey. We'll be right back. All right, next one. We didn't do our picks. Oh shit! I did. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. I said Devils in seven. Okay. What did you? What did you say? Or I thought I did. Rangers in six. I Go, think. Jesse. Rangers in six. Ooh, all right. Are you? New York Islanders. Stars. New oh. York Islanders. Nah. Carolina Hurricanes. Oh. oh. This is this is a tough series, right? Carolina Hurricanes, who need to get over the second round hump. The Islanders, who are built for the playoffs, we weren't sure they'd get there, but they sure got there. At one point, I think Dom had their odds at as low as 14% or something like that to make the playoffs. They it still, was looking bleak. They pulled it out. Yeah. And this Without is what, Barzal, too. And, yep. you know, you've got Ilya Sorokin, who, and Jesse, I think you said this on a podcast earlier this week, he could win you four of any seven yep. games. So, and we know the Carolina Hurricanes are solid all the way. Top to bottom. What do we think? When uh, when do we get there? When, when do we, we get to the Adam Wilde hates Frederick Anderson part of this conversation? Oh, man. If you start Freddie in the playoffs, it's over. You're oh, gonna, come on. Three killer games, three bad games, and a game seven that's a coin flip. So, so who's you your are. starter? Who's your starter? It's Freddie uh, Anderson. It's Antti Ranta. It's Pyotr Kachekov. I honestly, I, I, let me just look at the numbers. But uh, I would imagine that it's going to be Freddie. Uh, it's, it's Frederick. Yeah. It has to be Freddie. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, uh, I mean, like, you have to. It's sort of like the Leafs had to start Freddie knowing that about him back then. And people laugh at me, but Freddie Anderson gave up, like, you. 25, 27 goals in those series against Boston. He, he was never average. He was, never. He would steal you a game or cost it. Now, there here's what no I would say. Anti Ranta did have the better year statistically. He played seven or eight less games. But I would take Antti Ranta's, you know, 9-10 save percentage and his 2.23 goals against average over Freddie Anderson's 2.48 and a 9.03. Where's Kachekov? Uh, he's not even listed here. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to assume he that he started so hot. I know. I would, I would go with the experience. Against the it's Islanders, you're going Freddy. experience. It's going to be, you don't think it'll be Antti Ranta? No, it'll be Freddie. Yeah. Fr Freddie Anderson's your starter. Hmm. That's a signature on your own death warrant. Oh. Well, you so think that, you think that Lou Lamorello doesn't know? By the way, you know yeah. whose goalie coach is the, is now with the Islanders? Who? Freddie's goalie coach is now with the Islanders. He was the Leafs goalie coach when Freddie was there. He followed Lou to the Islanders. Of course. Okay. I'm telling you guys, Adam, they're going to pick you him said apart. People, people laugh at me when I say things like this, and people are me because uh, I'm laughing right now. I got a bunch of jerk shirt on right now. Mm -hmm. And a couple weeks ago, not to make a, a mountain at a molehill, but a couple weeks ago, the Islanders. Good old guy saying. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, the couple weeks ago, the Islanders played the Hurricanes. Mm hmm. It was a great matchup because the Islanders were still fighting for their playoff lives. And in that game, the Carolina Hurricanes won a 2-1 battle to the death. Frederick Anderson was the goaltender. They didn't allow a lot of shots. I think shots on goal were like 20, 22 to 20 out of 21 saves. Mm -hmm. You know, he made 21 saves out of 22 shots. And they proved in that game, in a, in a time when the Islanders had to win, that they can shut down the secondary scoring of the Islanders because there the, isn't any. The top line, the top line doesn't score. Angle. That's that's the thing about the the, the Islanders. The top line does no scoring. It's been the bottom six that has supplanted the top line as the scoring I, part of their roster. And if you just if you just shut down that little section, everything's fine. To quote and the six Islanders, zero, can't do anything. That game means nothing.
The game's me- yeah. Here's the that here's regular the season game thing means about nothing. That story, Jesse. It happened in the regular season, and it doesn't matter. Totally. <laughs> but I'm saying there's not enough scoring here for the Islanders to win a series. To win four games out of seven, you need to you need to be have the ability to put the puck in the back of the net when you're down by a couple goals. I, and I they agree. can't do that, and they can't come back in any game. And I think there's so much skill offensively with the Carolina Hurricanes that they're going to get up early, and the game's going to be over. Uh, so you're taking a very rational approach to this. Adam is taking a little bit of a, uh, the playoff approach and and a playoff, but also like antagonistic approach, but you're not alone. Uh, everyone's been doing their way too early playoff predictions. And I feel like most people, they do their bracket and they pick all the favorites and they go, shoot, I shouldn't do that. I need one upset. And everyone's one upset is the Islanders. I'm not saying that's what you did. I'm, you no, I got some other have upsets. a fiery hatred for Freddie Anderson, but I don't have a fiery <laughs> hatred for Freddie you Anderson. Hate I'm honest about how Freddie Anderson performs every One playoff. You are making he Margaret does this every laugh. year, every year, and everyone's like, "Yeah, oh, you're stupid." I watched the same games you did. Go back and look them up. <laughs> look them up. I I really like the Islanders. Oh, how has he done since leaving the Leafs? He got to the second round. Woo! Great. I like the Islanders. I don't think the Hurricanes are stoked about drawing them. No, of course not. I think they're a bit of a different team than they've been in years past. They're really deep. They're really defensively responsible. Like, for as defensively responsible as the Islanders are, I think people forget that the Hurricanes might be the best new NHL team that there is. Mm -hmm. You you know what I mean? I can't can't believe you're saying that. The way hockey is played. This is a team that... It struggled to get into the playoffs. The only reason they're there is because Pittsburgh shit the bed harder than them. I'm not done. Okay. He's not done. He's not done. If the Islanders are going to win, it's not just going to come down to goaltending. It's going to come from picking apart guys like Shane Gostisbehar and Brent Burns, who are extremely talented players who are great offensively but are prone to mistakes. Mm Mm-hmm. I just don't see the Hurricanes making enough of those mistakes for the Islanders to win. So I'm going to say Canes in six. Okay. I say Isles in seven. It's going to go long, baby. Six or gonna seven be long and hard. shock me at all. Long and hard. Yeah. Here we go, Jesse. Go ahead. It's uh, Hurricanes in four. It's wow. A it's a this is a team that fell ass backwards Whoa. into the seventh seed. Where's the Islanders fans on Twitter to attack Jesse? I'll lead the charge. Let's go. Woo. I'm kidding. Kidding. I'm Let's go, Jacob Slavin. We don't need you, Jesse. We don't need Why you. Why him? Fucking awesome. He kind of rules, man. Listen, <laughs> bunch of let me just, let me just say team. this. If the Carolina Hurricanes draw Florida, I, I say 4-0 sweep. Shit. I love the way the Hurricanes are, are, are built. But the Islanders, man, I wouldn't want to play them. Uh, yeah. uh, Brett Pesci. Let's go. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake.